It's the big DJ with the big sound. We're talking DJ Me, stamped in the street. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome to the DJ Me show on SNDS Radio. It feels so weird now. It just, it just feels so weird. Like, I don't know. Just, we, we here, though. Well, this week has has been weird because I know even when I went back to work, when we were at work, it just felt weird because it felt like felt like we was like involuntarily right. confined to our homes because of Dorian. Fuck it was Dorian. like Dorian was playing the Cha Cha Slide song and it got stuck <laughs> on reverse, reverse. Like he just it just got kept stuck. spinning one spot like uh, thirty six hours. A lot, a lot, a lot of hours, a lot of hours. So and, um, you know, so we, we definitely want to send our uh, condolences and you know, and pay our respects to those that lost their lives in Bahamas. You know, Freeport, Abaco, um, Grand Bahama. You feel me? Just everybody over there in Nassau. You know, they, they got it. They got it kind of bad too. So, and do what you can. Um, there's a lot of opportunities to 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 send and provide relief. Um, but also do your research. Unfortunately, you know, in the, in the in the midst of so, of people really in need of assistance, there are those that still try to you know, buck the system. <laughs> so you know, make sure ask ask questions. Who's getting this funding? Who's getting this relief? Where is it going? When is it going? Ask those questions because if somebody fumbles to even answer that, that means they don't really know. Um, I know if you two one one or the United Way, Broward, Palm Beach, and Miami. Um, cause I know we partnered with them at my job, they're collecting and even the Broward education foundation. And they said a hundred percent of funds donated will go to Hur- hurricane Dorian relief and recovery fund. Um, and just also, please, please. I know everybody don't read cause we all know that, you know, you send an email, people still don't read it. Read what is being asked. Yeah. The whole caption say everything Be like, okay, where is it? Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Um, but read what's being asked, what's being required because yeah, you may have that stuff in your house that you don't need no more, but you got to understand what the need is mm-hmm. at the moment. And that's what they need to fulfill. So read and understand what what you know, what they're asking for. Keep in mind, a lot of people's homes were gone. So cots, blankets, things to stay warm, places to lay their head, things of that nature, clothing, you know. So please, people, please read for once. But you know, today we got got yes. a special guest in the building, man. Got my boy Rari in the building. Hi, Rari. What's going on Hi. with you, man? How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. He's always just so meek and just gentle <laughs> and modest every time. Now, we're just going to get right into it. So, first and foremost, I kind of want to get into um, kind of what is your, your your background. Like, coming up, growing up, um, did you go to school for, for anything promo or marketing? I'm just curious. Okay, so how I got into what I do is... Um, I went to North Miami Senior High. I sold candy to buy my shoes and clothes. So I sold candy, chips, Universal honey buns, hustle, bro. hot sausages, Pop-Tarts, pickled <laughs> eggs. You was my best friend. Um, <laughs> everything. Everything. Yeah, so um, out of the four years, I sold for three years. Um, they treated me like I sold drugs. Um, the administrators would pop up to my classrooms, um, like try to like just get me randomly, but um, I did that for three years. Um, I became friends with um, 
a DJ. His name is DJ Bop. Uh, we met in the 10th grade, and I would go with him to um, DJ the local parties, and I would see um, kids my age at the time throwing parties. And I remember this girl named Rebecca, and I remember Rebecca would have these parties, and she'd rent out this venue in Miramar, and I just remember seeing a huge line outside, and I would think, wow, all these people are going to pay $10 to get in the party. <laughs> but, you know, like, it, I was interested, but I was selling candy. But I'm like, oh, I sell candy. I make money. Um, so when I graduated, I was like, what can I do now? Well, no, it was getting close to graduation time. And I'm like, uh, what am I going to do to make money? Because I don't want to get a normal job. And then I was like, oh, I can try the party thing because I saw Rebecca do it. Um, okay, so, so let, me, let me stop you right there. Why didn't you want to get a regular job? Like why? Why was that not the goal? Like, no, that's not the play. I'm not doing that. I was always used to making my own money, um, and that just got addicting. Like, okay. um, it was a lot that went into it. Um, I would on Sundays I'd go to Walmart, get as much as I could for the week, um, pack the bags at at night. Um, had just a bag for the juice and the stuff that had to stay cold. And even though that stuff was for the whole week, I would try to sell it all in a day. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) so whatever I sold, um, after school, I, 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 I took the bus straight to Walmart, um, and I'd go restock on whatever I didn't have, pack the stuff again. Oh no, but I went to night school, so I would sell out, then go to night school and then take the bus to Walmart, ha- carry all that stuff from the bus stop back home. I had to walk like two, three blocks, and then I packed everything. Yeah. And uh, that that's what it was, Monday to Thursday. And then Fridays, I would go buy my shoes. Like, I had to hook up with Shoe Gallery and all these places <laughs> in downtown, and that's why I sold candy and all that, was to buy shoes and clothes. Um but yeah, it just got addicting to make my own money. No, if I sell triple this, I could make that. If four shoes were coming out and I wanted all four shoes, I could make that. And I just didn't want to be restricted to making like $8 an hour, $9, $10 an hour when I can make like $60 an hour selling these Capri Suns. So that's why I didn't want a regular job. <sighs> I was just used to making. Understand that. Yeah, I was just used to making my own money. But I still got a regular job though. I wasn't stupid. I was like, okay, even though I don't want a regular job, I'm going to get a job in retail because I like clothes. So I got a job at Forever 21, and I was doing the parties. And I was just doing both. And um, eventually, well, no, I had, I always had two jobs. Forever 21 was the main job for like three years. And then I had like Kids Foot Locker on the side or uh, Aldo, a Gap, um, guess something like that. I went to Broward College and I was doing parties, but I used everything else to promote my parties. Um, so I didn't look at going to work like work. I looked at it like okay, it's an interest you had anyway. Yeah, I was like okay, I'm gonna go to work. If my schedule was twelve to five or twelve to eight, I I saw it as okay, I'm going to the mall twelve to eight to promote. So um, and mm. you know, Forever Twenty One, it was people my age. And I would just talk to people. I'm a people person. So I'd talk to them, network, tell them about my parties. And eventually um, I saw I wasn't getting promoted. 
Um, I was trying so hard to get promoted, transferring from store to store. If there was a new store opening, I would go there to try to get promoted. I wasn't getting promoted. Um, eventually, things didn't work out. I left Forever 21. Um, I was horrible at science and math, so I just gave up school. I was like, I don't need to go to school for this. At first, I wanted to go to be a therapist and a lawyer, but then I was like, I'll just hire the best lawyer, and <laughs> I'll just, I don't really need to be a therapist. Um, I just want to do the parties. So I ended up not working anymore, not going to school, and I just came to the conclusion that I could promote myself and build my own business and me be the one to promote people. And I remember, um, yeah, I just said, if this is what I want to do, I got to give all this other stuff up because my time is just getting taken up by work and I couldn't stand my coworkers, but I had to be <laughs> fake. Um, you know, I couldn't really tell the people that were annoying and got on my nerves what I felt about them. So I just I just stopped working and I and I gave my all into the parties and um what was I gonna say? I gave my all into the parties and what I did like about work was their corporate structure. I took the, like, that's what made me stay working a little longer. I was, I understood order and structure and I understood accountability and I understood knowing, you know, the severity of call outs and no call, no shows and why they wanted certain people working. And I just understood those things and I applied those things to what I do in my team and my business. So that's how all that got started. It really all just makes sense now to me because, I mean, one of the things that you said that is so key and it's like, you, there's a, a few gems personally that you said is you aren't going to, you know, to 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 the mall to work, you know, to, you was going there to promote. And it's people don't understand the, the, the perspective that you give yourself on how to look at something can be what really pushes or motivates you or pushes whatever it is that you're trying to do. And it's so, it, you know, the mind is a powerful thing. And I think that's where people, you know, you, you got it. And then even the, um, the corporate thing, cause you know, I work in corporate still, but there's so much of that, that I had to, that I've learned and I've seen that I, that's how I kind of bring it into other things that I do. And I can say, clearly, I get the work ethic now. Because I always tell people, I say, you know, I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, Rari doesn't play. Like, I've, <laughs> I listen, people used to tell me, yo, you have to have a twin, you everywhere. Let me tell y'all something, okay? I used to wonder how in the world Rari did it because I would see him. I might, if I went to four events that day, I I would see you at some point in time, at least at two of them. And if it, if you were at the others, we just missed each other. And I was just like, he was at everyone and at each one. I also, I saw you working, networking. It was always about still pushing and promoting every yourself and whatever it is that you had going on. So it's like for me to see, um, gosh, it was like, I think it's like been at least I, I want to say I've known of you and known you at least three three years. Like, I've seen the growth, but I, I see the growth, and it's like it's well-deserved because I've seen the grind. And you're just like, I'm like, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's here, and you're making it happen. So let me ask you, what, what was your plan 
for that. It's like you know, for for her to, you know to, to see you out in so many places at one time. You feel me? What was your plan? Was that was that a part of the plan to to be at every spot as much as possible, be fit, be visible? You feel me? Like um, as I was doing the parties, I learned I had to keep on meeting people and network and. Um, I also had to support people, so um, it became part of the plan, and I made myself have a purpose when I go to these things. A lot of people, they go out just to go Clap. out, but when I go out, I make sure if I go to a venue to support such and such, I'm also going to meet that venue owner. If I didn't do anything else but support this person and meet the venue owner, I feel good. So I always make like goals for myself when I go out. Oh, I'm going to meet this person or this person or that person. Or if it's four events in one night, I met four venue owners. And then, you know, I'd follow up and later down the line um, talk to them about doing my own event there. But, but so you follow up, though. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that's key. That's, that's real real shit. A lot of people don't realize the follow up is what really gets you into the door because the conversation is, is just a, you know Easy. icebreaker. But when you follow up and people, oh yeah, you serious? I wish I could put what you just said on loop for people because <laughs> I'm so serious. I've seen you know I go to events and I always say if I don't leave with at least one to two contacts, if I haven't met someone that's gonna be you know of you know, of importance that I need to connect with that's going to help me down the road. Why the hell did I come out my house? Especially if I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur, if I'm supposed to be grinding towards a goal, you should not be at a party and all you came back with is selfies. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> selfies are cool, but who's what contact did you meet? How would you know, how would you have your next event? You know, did you did, did this outing put you towards your your goal? Like people, okay. I'm sorry. It's, just, it's a pet peeve. Like people don't get it. You know, I know it's a party city, but it's like they're everybody's. You know, claiming they a hustler, they entrepreneur, they trying to do this. Well, you know, this this is one of the ways you do that. I think with the whole entrepreneurship right now, it's a good thing, but it's a bad thing as well. Like uh, I feel this is this right now. It's oversaturated with people that don't really <laughs> want to no. do the things that they say they want to do. Um, it, it, it look good. It, it looks good. Yeah, it looks appealing. So yeah, it looks good. It looks appealing, and people think they want to do it. Like, right. uh, uh, there's people that they want to be artists, but they don't because of the lifestyle. But they don't really see all the work, work. that mm -hmm. goes into. Like they don't see that's a business like everything else, and they don't see that it takes a lot of work ethic, and they don't understand the business side of things. Or there's people that want to be entrepreneurs and do this or do that, but they don't really because it looks good on the outside. But the when they really get in it, yeah. then it's a different story. <laughs> They'd be like, you know what, just kidding. This is not what I want. And even with me, um, I, I I say this till this day. I didn't know this journey would be this challenging, oh, and I've been so doing bad. this for like eight years. And I didn't know it would be this tough. But you know what? Nothing's easy, though. It's tough, but it's also beneficial. It's very beneficial. As you can see, already. You see, like I said, I've seen you right. grow. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's something that's like... Speaking of that, you are, you're, um, your, your grind got you connected with Trina. Got you connected with Backwoods. <laughs> got you connected with Rap Snacks. You feel me? So this it's all from 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 what you have put out. Mm -hmm. it, it ain't been hard. It ain't been easy. Right. But it's done. Like that part of, of the job is done. You just gotta keep going, and you know that's a good thing. 
Their fruits of your labor. So let's talk about how you connected with um, Trina because we're also going to get to the party that you got coming up as well. Yeah. Yeah. So how I got connected with Trina and started helping her out with things was um, as I was doing my thing, behind the scenes kings, they noticed what I was doing. And I had a friend. I had a friend. His name is O. O would put me to help. Oh, the God. Yeah. Oh, oh, would put me <laughs> to help. Oh, would put me to help his people. And when he saw that I was doing a great job um, helping out his people, I remember one night it was during Art Basel. I'll never forget this. He was like, hey, I'm supposed to go to a party with Trina and them tonight, but I'm, I can't make it. I'm going to send you in my place. And this was right when I had finished doing an event for Dope and Gold. And I was like, oh, wow. So um, he had me meet uh KD, who's part of Trina's management mm -hmm. team, and I met her in front of the club. It was Story, and it was Trina's birthday week. It was Art Basel week, and I was like, wow. And um, I got home at like 3, 4 in the morning, um, and then from that point, I just started helping KD with stuff. I, I interned for KD for a while, and of course, because I'm helping KD by default, I have it's to help Trina. Trina. So I never had like instant contact with Trina. It was always through like KD or something. And then um, as they saw what I did and that I was an asset, um, I just helped out more and more. When Trina has her own personal events, I help out and I do whatever it is I can do. Um, and And it went from, you know, just helping out to, you know, being at everything locally. And if it's something I want to go help out with out of town, they'll let me come out of town with them. Um, and I remember I had a birthday party, and she just showed up. I, I didn't expect it. They just texted me, hey, Trina's on the way to come to your party. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. So that's how the whole Trina thing happened. I was doing my parties. I met O, my friend O. And then O linked me with KD, and then I interned for KD, and I just did a good job. And then by default, I just started helping out Trina. Okay. You know what's, what's, what's so crazy about that is, is gosh, and I'm, I, 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 people are like, why she keep preaching? But no, like dead ass. So, you know, some something in this industry, and I know as much events you do and how much you deal with people, you know, the network. You know, building your network, connecting. You, oh, boom. There's opportunities that sometimes people give you. Like that one of where he couldn't, you know, he could have sent anybody else. But he said, you know, Arari, you know, that was an opportunity. And a lot of times you you give someone a chance, an opportunity. And, hey, come through. And some most people kind of fall short, mm -hmm. you know. But you executed. You, you know, you, you went. And then you maintained and you stayed consistent. Yeah, that consistency is what says a lot. And you most of all, I, you said it like you helped out. You never had direct contact. There's a lot of times where I've seen people, they get around an artist, even though this is their role, they're already trying to finesse their way, you know, and it's and people notice that. Just because the artist, there's people around them that's like, nah, don't bring them back around. I saw how they would, you how know, people move, pay yeah. attention people, to that. People watch that, definitely. Like, what's the real shit? I I ain't really re meet Ross until I think about last year. Two, I'm sorry, about two years ago. I physically like had a real conversation with him. 
But before then, I was just, just repping. I show love. You know, it's just, it's just part of the game. You feel me? When you got a, a plan for something bigger, shit like that shouldn't come come into pl- play. Oh, I ain't never meet you yet, so I can't fuck with you. Like, right. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. But one thing about me, I see the bigger picture in everything. I don't see just for today or just for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I see the bigger picture. The I know if I do a good job with this, It'll lead to that, and that'll lead to that. And oftentimes, I don't get to the bigger picture, but I still keep my relationships. Um, And I try to see things through, but I see the bigger picture and things. And just seeing that, like, at the jobs, I saw um, the promotion. I didn't get to it, but I I gave that up when I did everything I could do to get it transfer stores, do better than everyone else at the store beat records and they still weren't promoting me so I do whatever I can to get to the bigger picture but um, so let me ask you with something like that coming around within this industry and you do everything you try everything and it don't work are you bitter about it no because there's a reason why it didn't happen either it wasn't for you or maybe later down the line, you're like, oh, I'm kind of happy this didn't work out because X, Y, Z would have happened. But even though it's not what you would have hoped or worked mm-hmm. to come out of it, something still comes out of it. Like something comes out of everything, honestly, whether it be good or bad. Um, a lot of times when I've had the outcomes I would not have liked, whether it be for a party or whether it be with some type of venture, I look at the positive side. Like, and that's how, like, that's how I think I maintain myself afloat a lot is I don't look at what went wrong. I look at what went right. Um, I look at what went right or I don't know. I just look at the good old, like, oh, okay, five people came, but I met this person or, um... I don't know. I just I I can't really think. It of maintains anything. the perspective. It maintains your your the optimism because the, the truth is nothing's gonna be perfect. But it you know mm. focus on what you did accomplish because that you know okay this is one one step closer to you know what what you need to do. But what I did back in the day, if I saw a party what didn't do good because I've had great parties, I've had uh, not so good parties. What I did if I saw a party only had 10 people, so I don't get to, before I get sad and depressed, I get on my laptop, I make an event bright, and I'm already doing the next That's one. Fine. And while, and while. Everything's going around. Your mind's on something else. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm putting okay. together the next party, and I'm going to start promoting it tomorrow. So I don't even give myself time to Just get sad it. about it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's a. That's, that's, I like that's that. the way to look at it, because definitely, cause once you put your mind on something else, you know, worry about what 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 what's going on, right? And then you just tell the venue owner or whatever the case or whoever, um, hey, this didn't go right, but I, uh, I I I'm sure it's because of this this this. I want to try this again, and you know, like mm. when you communicate things, people respect pe- that more. People right. respect it, and they tend to give you another. You know another opportunity people just want to see that you're trying and people want to see effort as long as you maintain that i think you'll be okay now you have rari company mm-hmm. um and that help me understand because is it um you assisting kind of execution of events promoting things of that nature right okay so yes rari and company i, I did a lot of things as just rari but as all this started to grow, 
you know, I used to always say, oh, I can do it all myself. Um, I realized, uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I realized, no, I can't. So I started to have to put a team together, try people out. And even whether it be teammates or just the company I keep around or friends, I'm like, okay, I can't do this without the company I keep around, whether it be business affiliates, friends, teammates, and stuff. And then someone just Changed said, oh, roster. how about you just uh, name yourself Rari & Co. or Rari & Company? And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, that's what I'll do. And um, people for the longest have asked me, oh, hey, can you help me with my party? Or, hey, can you... Uh, help me keep organized with my stuff because I'm a real organized person. And, um, yeah, I mean, now that I have the team, I'm able to do more things than just my own. And I used to struggle with juggling my stuff and other people's projects, but I'm getting better at it. I mean, I'm not perfect, but things have gotten better, and it, I can't really do it without the company that I keep around. So... We do promo for people's events. We organize their events, come up with creative ideas, campaigns, strategies. Um, yeah, you hit it right on the head. Yeah, because I, and you know, I can vouch for it. I, I know there was an event that I went to. I'm one of those that I can go to an event, I'll have fun, I'll party, but I'm paying attention to everything. I could leave out of there and just really peep the logistics. I'm huge on logistics. That's really why I love Disney. But anyway. <laughs> that's, um, not, that's not why. <laughs> that's definitely not they why. Run o- okay, anyways, I digress. Um, but logistics, and um, there was an event, um, shout out to Empress Raw, you did, um, when she did the launch of her Straight Raw. And when I walked in, I paid attention. I know I saw the young ladies in the front. Everyone was had their task. Everyone had their, you know, as, some, as someone who's put on events, and sometimes it gets frustrating because is everyone on there? You can't be everywhere. But right. I saw, you could tell there had to be meetings. There had to be discussions beforehand, and everyone understood the role because from the moment you walked in, I saw how it executed from beginning even till when I got inside. And just and you didn't have to I, you didn't have to do that many touch points like I could just tell and I paid attention to that and honestly dead ass I was like okay if I were to do an event I was like I'll hire Rari and Company like dead ass because yeah. I was like I saw that I'm I'm a stickler for everyone understanding what their role is you know there was a person for checking a person for the photos a person to make sure that they got a picture with Empress the per- yeah. all of those little details and I was like. Okay, that's that stuff that... And, and that means we did a pretty good job for you to notice that. Um, but yeah, meetings go into it, follow-ups, game plans. Um, and I remember for my birthday party uh, that you guys came yes. to, thank you so much, that was the last Rari <laughs> party. Uh, it was on Cinco de Mayo. I remember saying, I'm not going to be embarrassed. And I remember saying, I'm not... Like, I usually go to the events early and set it up and, you know, like run around and, hey, why isn't this done or why isn't this done? And then one of my friends told me, hey, it's your birthday. You know you can't be doing that, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you're right. So he's like, so you're going to get the driver and you're not going to get out the car until everything is ready. So I'm like, oh, I like that. So when, so everyone knew. I should get a dick then, tell you. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it really does get <laughs> because I won't be coming to events early right. anymore. Um, I remember I came with the driver, and basically everyone was on the same page. Like I'm texting. Oh, and also working with Trina 
and these type of people, like, see I how see they how move. they do stuff. Hey, we're 10 minutes away. Hey, we're leaving right now. Hey, 20 minutes away. Hey, five minutes away. They know, oh, start to put the rap snacks in the section. Oh, start to get these songs ready. Oh, start to gather the photographers outside. Oh, start to um, do this or that. Oh, oh, oh start to have security in the front. And I remember me getting there, and I'm like, I'm not getting out until I see... Until I see the venue manager, because I know she's going to have the security not check us. Until I see the photographers, until I see this person, that person. And it gets addicting. And I'm just in the car with my drink and my bottle. And I'm like, I'm not getting out until until, until, (laughs) until this person tells me it's all okay. And and until I see it all, because I'm not going to be embarrassed. And ever since then, that's how I want to do things. I want to just come and everything be ready. But that's a testament to his team, though. That's a good and a bad thing. Right. As long as you keep your team team good, then that would work well. Because I'm wrong. I was the same way. I was the type of person that was really at it, want to be, you know, make sure everything is done. So I got to somebody like Anna. Well, I ain't got to do it no more. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm good. But... I'd be like, I show up, okay, it's this, 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 this. he's like. <laughs> then sometimes when Anna can't come around, I got stuck back in it. Then like, damn, I should have kept going because, you know, you kind of lose it. But as long as you keep a, keep a good team of people around you, man, that's going to make sure that the company is, is looking good at all times. Well, you know, with team, I remember when I got my office space, I was like, okay, the first thing I need is a team. So I put out, I put out, I made a Google form and I put out that I was looking for people. And when I saw the amount of responses, I was like, wow, 217 people apply to help me out for free. And I'm like, wow. So I'm like, okay. So I just started interviewing people, filtering through people and the team never stays consistent. I'm going to be a percent. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. They never, but I think I'm to blame also for that. So what I do now, like either like I have, oh yeah, I I know when. Accountability. Yeah, I know, you know, it's not all their fault. If I'm not constantly in contact with the team or I'm not keeping up the momentum to show them, then things are going to fall off. So, so what I did was I got a, this time I got it, like I got a communications manager and it's that my team right now was 23 people. We have a group chat. So it's that per their Mm -hmm. job is literally to talk to the 23 people. I talked to this one person and they they talked to everybody else. And that has, but it's a learning process and you're willing to learn. Yeah. People get stubborn and go, well, if they, if they didn't work out this way, oh, well, you know, And I mean, I know I can put up a post and find triple the amount of people to help me out. But I tried to, but I stopped bringing in so many people because I want to get to learn who I have one group at a time and see what they're good at. And if the thing is, if you know what you want to do and you come help me out and you're doing what you're supposed to do, I'm going to help you do that. But if you don't know what you want to do, then we got to figure it out while you help. But see, what about those? Because there's a lot of people that, that, that same way they come through the doors. They don't know. You feel me? They don't know what, what they want to do. They know they just want to help. They want to be there. But they I, don't... I think there's two different type of people like that. You have people that don't know, but they're willing to work at whatever till they figure it out. Then you have those that don't know and expect you yeah. <laughs> to help them find the magic answer. 
Well, I don't find the magic answer for nobody. Um, <laughs> Neither do me, <laughs> me, me, one thing, like, I learn just don't respond. Um, if I think you want, like, I'm just like that. Before I text something um, that I may regret or that may sound offensive, I just don't respond. Or if I think you're trying to cut corners to get to me, you know there's a communications manager. I'm not going to respond to you. Um, so I've learned to just do that. Like, we're you grown. To. You figure it out. And I'm not going to help you figure it out. I'll help, I'll have you do other things. And um, that's me helping you figure it out. Like, I ask, oh, what do you want to do? Or oh, you want to try this? Or oh, uh, is there something else you want to see us do? And I try to help you figure it out. But, the end, but at the end of the day, I didn't ask none of you to come help me. You guys signed up to help me. So I can't get sidetracked with what it is, trying to help you figure out your stuff because nobody helped me figure it out. I figured it out by myself. So you have that to same figure work it ethic. out. You have to help until you figure it out. And I can't get distracted by helping you figure it out because we're grown and time is just flying by and um, you signed up to help me. And Ooh. and and I, I get real, you know, like I ended up, realizing sometimes good guys finish last so i learned to not like Anth like anthony cares rari, rari doesn't so i let them know hey anthony cares but you don't deal with anthony you deal with rari <laughs> rari doesn't care i had so, to do that so Shoot. i gotta get, I gotta get it out like yo I had to well, do that because that comes out when I, when I get angry. When I get angry but you don't want to get that's the thing you don't right. want to get to that point i want to get to that point that's where I get that things point, sever I get to the fuck you, like <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Before even trying to rush it out. You need to get to out. that little bit before that. You buddy. feel me? So yeah, I, I, I definitely got to work on myself with that because yo, if you serious, we'll do a twelve step program. I got well, you. you see, this Saturday with my team, we're having a mixer. We're having a mandatory mixer. All twenty two people are going to show up, and basically, it's a lot of things I want to get off my chest, but I'm not going to do it until Saturday. And whoever hey. doesn't show up on time. You know, like, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to take whoever doesn't do this, this, out the group chat or this or that. So I'm just like, okay, we're just going to have uh, the communications manager told me uh, we should have a mixer. Everyone should see who's who and we should talk about what we want to do. I mean, how we see things going and try to give everybody a specific role um, and just see how yeah, it is how it goes from there and I'll tell her yeah uh, because I just want to put up another post and get 50 more people to apply and she's like no don't do that just let's let's go let, through the process go through the process see what you got see what you got and what can be salvaged and what can't and we'll go from there but um because those next 50 are gonna it, there's some energy invested in there that right now you yeah, I mean, um, that's something that I'm dealing with now, like learning people, team development, um, and I help as much as I can, but at the end of the day, if it's costing me too much, like, I was homeless and I was still doing this. I had two jobs and I was going to school and I was still doing this. I was going through house problems and I was still doing this. So... I never really had, I never really made excuses. If I knew, for example, if I lived, let's say if I lived in Broward and I didn't have a car and I had to do this interview today, 
I'm going to, even if I had nowhere to sleep, I'm going to sleep in this area so that I could be here today. So that's really why I don't really see a lot of, like, I don't really care for a lot of excuses because I, do really, I don't really, I don't really make them. You don't make them. So. Yeah, I don't make them. And I know what I've gone through. Like when people tell me, oh, I'm going through this, this, that. Well, listen, I've been through quadruple that. So Rari doesn't care. But, um, and I've learned with this attitude, I'm getting way more done because if not, people like walk over you, they'll or, walk over you, they'll walk yeah. over you, they'll, they'll manipulate you, they'll finish you, yeah, it's real shit, yeah. And, um, it just came to a point where I'm like, you but know, but it's part of your evolution as you grow because, like I said, I've watched your brand grow, you know, so it's part you got to remember that it till as you continue to grow, it'll be. Rari will be evolving at every mm-hmm. stage, at every next level of an, every next accomplishment. There's going to be a new evolving version of Rari. But what got me to that point was I can take these things, but now if I have you doing something for Trina, I can't be embarrassed. If I have you doing something for Rap Snacks, question. if I have you doing something for Rap Snacks, I can't be embarrassed. It's on your face. So if I can't even depend on you to do my stuff or the little stuff, why would I bring you around me when it's time to help at a video shoot or when it's time to go to a Rap Snacks event or some industry thing and you can't even help with the little stuff I have you do for the parties that we do? It's not going to work. And I just feel like sometimes when things don't work out, for people with me, it's because you're not really doing what you're supposed to do. Me too. I feel the same way. Yeah. It's because it's because of you. It's because I, I asked you to do something. It's not me. It's you. And you ain't do it. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't complete it like you're supposed to. <laughs> so that's a problem. Like for real. And that's you should. But people don't see it. And it, if you do what you're supposed to do, something's gonna come out of it. And if you know how to use your opportunities, something's things are always gonna come out of it. And I've always really looked at like a lot of people. A lot of people they come into this and they look at like they're they're trying to look for instant gratification or money. And with this, I never I never asked really. All the opportunities I've had, I've never been after the money. I see the opportunity as more than the money. I don't mind interning even now. I don't mind helping people out. I don't mind doing what I have to do to just get the experience or the relationship and um, go from there. And go from there. Um, but, yeah, you know, um, it's a process. And I didn't know it was going to be this hard, but it is. And then studying people in the industry and seeing That's what the fun part. seeing what people do, and then going to people's events that are doing bigger events than me, or like I like industry stuff, I like corporate stuff, I like these type of things because I go and I learn. Like I go to things to learn also. And before I used to go to every and anything, but it comes to a point where you can't do that because as we get older, I've learned. Um, and as you're this active, you drain yourself out, you burn yourself out. So I go to, I go to things like if I have to support this person, I don't care if I'm tired, don't want to go, I'm going to go. If it's something I know I'm going to learn from, I go, but I'm not going to something just to go to it really anymore. If nothing's going to, if I don't think anything's going to come out of it. You became strategic. Your Audis become more strategic once you really peep game and you really know what you're trying to achieve. Well, oil is better in your business. That's it. And your brand. Your brand. Because yeah. you can't, can't touch your brand to everything. No matter what. Nobody said you can't touch your brands to everything. 
So how did you become the rap snack plug? <laughs> okay, that, that's what plug. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call like, it. So how did you become since, the rap snack since you've plug? Been, since you've been with the rap snacks, I've been sending them in stoves now. I ain't never <laughs> seen them in stoves. Right? I was like, I was like, what? Okay, so the rap snacks thing, that also came from seeing the bigger picture. Trina got her deal with Rap Snacks and they had just moved down here and I was like, and I knew about Rap Snacks before Trina and I was like, wow, this is a brand I really want to work with. So I remember Trina was performing at Rolling Loud, not not this year, but I think last year and Rap Snacks had sponsored Rolling Loud um, and I remember asking Katie, oh, can I go with you guys to Rolling Loud? She's like, you know, it's never a problem to come to whatever we go to. But for this type of stuff, when it's an event of this magnitude, they give the artists a certain Tomorrow, amount of right. credentials. Yeah. And obviously it goes in a certain order. Hair, makeup, managers, which she had three, um, photographer, this person, that person. So, you know, by the time it gets to you, there may be no credentials. She said, but I have an idea. So I went with her to the Rap Snacks office one day for something with Trina. And then she asked, oh, hey, do you guys need help for Rolling Loud? She asked Rap Snacks. And they said, yes. And she, and she said, oh. okay, Rari, you know, is great at this, this, and that. He can help you. And she told me, all you need is your foot in the door. And you can help us. You can help them. You can do whatever you want to do. So Rap Snacks, they gave me a shot. And from when I helped them at Rolling Loud, I knew it was going to be more than just that weekend. So after... Um, after Rolling Loud weekend, after I helped them out at Rolling Loud, I, I had a stat, I, there was some chips left over. I don't remember if it was chips left over. If I, no, when I went back to the, uh, to their office to pick up my check for that weekend, I asked them, can I get a box? They gave me the box. And since I did parties and I helped out people with parties, I was like, oh, all I have to do is bring these chips and promote oh, them really? and get the celebrities to take pictures with them and pass them out. And I did that for a few months, and I made a binder, and I put all the things that I did for everybody, Trina, Ball Greasy, Slip and Slide, everything, like Snapchat filters. Um, and all, and all, all this is on your own, though. Like, let's be clear. Yeah. All this is on your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was all on my own. So, 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 I that's, was... That's different. That was the same thing with Ross was talking about, taking something, taking a brand... Promoting like it's your own. Yeah, I was put in the position to help them for a weekend, but then I turned that into actually um, being with them long term. So for three, four months, I kept going to their office, getting chips and going back and forth with them about what I could do for them. Like I, I, I researched everything, saw what they were missing and was like, hey, you guys just moved down here. I do this and you guys see what I've been doing. I've got you all these pictures, all these contents, made these filters do these things, you know, I really want to work with you guys. And then they put me on a salary, and I've been with them for more than a year now. So um, anytime there's an event that Rapsnack sponsors, I bring my team out, and we go, and we do, like, the activation, set it up, give out the samples. Or if there's an event that's not in town, they fly me out to go to the event. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I, Rapsnack has sent me to New York, L.A., um, and just all these places whenever there is an event that needs to be covered. Um, so that's how it happened. Trina got her deal. They sponsored Rolling Loud. Trina was performing. It wasn't a for sure thing that I was going to be able to help out Trina at Rolling Loud. So KD, P, 
pitched me to Raps Next. They let me help them out. And then from there, I just continued to show what I could do beyond that weekend. And that's how that came to be. Dope. That's dope. Dope. <laughs> well, that's that's really just, you know, seeing the, seeing the bigger picture of it. Seeing the end game, seeing that what, what it could be. You feel me? A lot of people don't, don't, don't take the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, they... they if it ain't a check involved or up front, they don't want to fuck with it. Like, no, that ain't how the world works. And see, I'm glad that someone that's in your age group is is showing the the legwork of, okay. of the grind. You get what I'm saying? Because social media nowadays, everything is instant. I'm an instant star. Niggas, you know, you blow it right in there. But there's really no legwork behind and what's going on. Because when you was doing the filters, you, you were doing them yourself. Yourself. Right? Yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Like- so yeah, they weren't saying, oh, can you do this filter or this or that. I got my graphic designer or find a graphic designer. So it was like, hey, can you make filters? And then I would pay for the Snapchat filters to be over these events that I know we're going to be at. And then I would have my team like, oh, hey, go to everyone, have them take pictures or do a video with it. And then I would just bring it back to the Rap Snacks office, show, show them. them their analytics. And they were like, oh, no one's doing this for us, so you can just stay doing this for us. And then they recently they asked, hey, you know, we love what you're doing um, out of the office, but if you come into the office a few times out the week, we'll pay you more. So I'm like, oh, well, okay, I, of course. Of course. So, <laughs> so, I, so I go into the office like two, three times a week, and it's still funny how I made that like my 9 to 5. Like I go to Raps Next from 9 or 10 to 5 p.m., like um, two to three times a week, and they pay me more now, and I'm just like, wow. It's really like I saw this happening. But you created, you created, yeah, you created, you created the so it like it, it had no choice but to happen. You got your foot in the door, and you created the opportunity by sh- proving and showing yourself as an asset. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of that the the formula that people don't get. I that's what I, I, I used to part of it. Like, I used to promote part when I when I did a party. I shouldn't be named. When I did a party, <laughs> um, I remember like I was consistently going, and I would create my own filters. I would create my own little, and I was like, all right, and then geotag <laughs> I remember it, that party. And then, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that party. <laughs> and, you know, it got popping. And, anyway. But, see, um, but, you know, you, you have to, sometimes you have to leap and just do what you know you need to do for your, um, to prove your worth and what you bring to the table. And whether it reaps any benefit, at the end of the day, you still created, I will say, something into your resume. Because I think one of the biggest issues, and you've probably seen this a lot with your when, when building your team, is people are just, um, how do I put this? They want to do something, but they want to know right then and there. They want to, or they need the direction. And you need the, I call it bias for action. Oh, they need, they need the money. Yeah. So it's like, I want to come do it, but how much are we getting paid to be there? Like, wait. I remember... <laughs> I remember um, there was someone that wanted to help me out. I brought them to help me out. And Rapsnacks asked me, hey, can you do inventory or pack some boxes or something for us after office hours? And you, you should bring two people because it's a lot of work. I brought the two people, and I remember one of them asked me, like, they were like, first of all, like, they were like, oh, wow, we're at the Rapsnacks office. And they were like, oh, are you getting paid to do this? And I said, do you not see where you are? And you're asking about money? Right. You in a whole, you, you in a place that you can never be. Right. Could never been. So I was so. like, 
You don't notice where you are. You don't know that these people are partnered with Migos, Cardi B, Trina, Little Yachty, and all these people. And you're asking, am I getting paid to do this? I, I was like, you know, even if I wasn't, I'd be doing this for free. That's but, how you start you know, to... Like, you can't look at that or ask that type of question because then that's the turn off. Like, you don't see... You what know, are you the make... questions you need to hear to know, okay, all right, I can see what I'm working with. Yeah. As you, yeah, because as you try to figure out, you know, at the end of the day, it's almost like you're playing chess. You're trying to figure out where to put all your chess pieces, and the right person needs to be in the right position to make sure that you win. Because yeah. you're build, it's now you're building an empire. <laughs> it's facts. <laughs> it may, you you calling it, you know, it's Rari and company, but it's you're building into that. Yeah, yeah, it's still a lot of growing pains, but um, when you move up a level. It's new stuff that comes with it. And mm -hmm. even though I feel I've outgrown a lot of my peers when it comes to stuff, there's another level of other people that I, oh, that gosh. now I'm at the bottom of the food chain with them. So I got to work my way up and show them what I can do. And it's a lot harder you as you move up. Doubles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That's crazy. I, I was feeling that same way. Like once I, you know, I'm transitioning outside the, outside the club shit. You know, transition to the radio. Me being who I am in the club is not who I am on the radio. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's definitely a, it's a different thing. It's an it's a ego check. Yeah. But it's definitely it's something that will help, help you. You feel me? Try to put yourself around people that's that's bigger, that's more, you know, just more got more going on. Not saying that they're better than you. It's just simple fact you got more going on. Yeah, more you. going on, or they've been doing this longer. Or they have more experience, yeah. or they have. So I get it. Um, and these are people I just like to learn from, know from, um, and even and 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 you know whether it be a PR, whether it be someone doing what I'm doing on another level, I'm always asking, well, how can I help? Not because. I'm trying to like steal opportunity or capitalize, but I really want to learn. And I know that the best way for me to learn is to help you with what you have going on. And usually no one really ever tells me no, because they see what I do for other people. And I don't always ask to help people right away. I like for them to see what I do before I even ask anyone, can I help you out with what you have going on? Like I say, good help is, good help is hard to find. Very hard. So, so when someone sees that, 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 that you, Really, you know, do your thing whenever, whenever you're doing it, and the opportunity comes about to work with you. Yeah, like shit, like, I'm not turning that down like, because okay. they, they see what you know what you have done for other brands, and which is you know you can't deny that. So yeah, yeah. So we we've, we've gained a really, or our listeners have gained a really good understanding of your journey, and I feel and I hope they really most of all they respect where you're at now because they've heard. Your journey. But now. the thing is, the thing is. Well, not all of it. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the thing is, I'm one of those people. I don't care whether you respect what I do, whether you don't. I don't care. Like I, I'm never begging for support. I'm never like I build the hype around things. Like okay, like maybe I might ask people, oh, can you be part of this party? And they're like, oh no, or it might not be big enough for them. So I just go out and I make it big to the point where now everyone now they like I make I make things big enough to where. You want to be involved or you want to be part, but I really don't care about 
who thinks this or who thinks that because I know I'm in a better position than you and I know where this is going. But I mean, hopefully they do respect it. But at the end of the day, well, I mean, you know. respect <laughs> as far as, you know, the grind because it's people and you, the optics that social media has given people through this little screen is like, damn, overnight. He, no, like there's a process and understanding that process you know it's if one person's two people three people keep telling you consistency hard work you know make opportunities you know it's clearly there's something to that formula definitely now let's talk about this party yeah i was gonna say now what do we have going forward well um i with helping other people and um and just doing a whole lot, not just for myself, but for others. I feel like I've lost. Um, I'm I'm not as consistent with my parties anymore. So I was like, okay, instead of having to restart parties over and over again, I just I was like, I need a name for a party, and I need to um, keep it one name and just change the theme. So for my birthday, I was like, oh, okay, I could do Rari party. So now I'm gonna do another Rari party on Halloween. Um, and I've always wanted to do a big Halloween party, but either I always plan too late, it catches me by surprise, <laughs> or, or whatever the case may be. But this year, I planned ahead of time. I said that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I have a great relationship with Babylon. They see what I could do. I've thrown parties there, made the money. They see I have the support, awesome support system, which freaks me out sometimes. And, um, yeah, we're going to do um, another Rari party on Halloween. Um, we're going to have costume contests. We're going to have, like, free gummy shots. going to get really creative. I like to really get creative with things, so we're going to make that venue really look like Halloween. And we're going to have a lot of things going on. Um, I got a lot of people involved, got a lot of um, things I'm not going to say, but a lot. Of, it, that's going to be the biggest Halloween party in the city. So how can people attend? How can people attend? They can go um, mm-hmm. to the link on my bio, um, on my Instagram or my Twitter, Rari Ant, and they can get a ticket. Um, or they can just ask me how, you know, if they have something that would be of benefit to the party, they can just hit me up and um, we'll figure out what we could do. But Thursday, October 31st, Rari party. It will be the biggest party, the biggest Halloween party in Miami. And, yeah, that's definitely the place to be that day. Halloween's on a Thursday this year. Right, weird. Like, <laughs> I've been falling on on weird days, but at least this one's closer to the weekend because yeah. last year it was like on, on a Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm like... Damn. <laughs> so at least, you know, take off that Friday, y'all, right? And just give yourself, you know, a nice little extra time to recover from the <laughs> Rari party. And leading up to the party, leading up to leading up to Rari party, we're going to do a lot of cool, fun, creative promo stuff cuz that's another thing I'm good at. I'm real good at coming up with strategies, cool little gimmicks and things like that to really boost up the hype um so many people are about to throw halloween parties out and advertise their stuff but nobody can promote like me so you know i i I don't really care about the competition i don't care who or what anyone has going on on halloween this will be the biggest halloween party in the city yeah yeah, a lot of confidence because i know what i can do especially on a, a day like that 
people want to dress up. Girls want to come out, get sexy, be in their mm-hmm. costumes. So, I mean, who wouldn't want to come to this? And especially after I um, do what I'm going to do for promotion, that's going to be like, dun, oh, wow, dun. we got it. We got to come out to dun, this. Dun, dun. I got over 100 story reposts within three or four days. And uh, we just got into September, but I let out the flyer last week or the week before, and already more than 100 people have reposted it on their story. And I, this time, like, I'm tracking everything. I put everything I so. into my highlights. So I hi- I put everything, like if you go to my page, um, I have a highlight, Rari Party, and there's literally about 100 story reposts from different people. And when I put out something, you know, uh, a lot of times I don't really have to ask people to repost. They just do yes. it. I mean, I'll ask here and there, but for the most part, I don't really have to ask because people, they know, like either they've been to a party of mine over the past few years or they know like how hard I'm gonna go with it, and they know I'm just not gonna put out junk. So people just support it, and I go out my way to support people when I can. Like if you invite me to something, if I can go, I'm gonna go. Yeah. There'll be cases where like once in a big blue moon that maybe I can't do it, but nine times out of ten, if someone invites me to something and I really know you, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. No questions asked, and you have to do that. People can't just support you, and you don't support right, people. You gotta, you it has to like even days. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go, but I'm gonna go because <laughs> be I respect be... this person this much, or this person would do it for me, so I'm gonna do it. I, you know, so because we all we're all trying to do something, and if and if we don't help out each other, then I mean, how's uh, how is it gonna happen? And you've seen the value of maintaining relationships and foster and and um, nurturing them. There we go. It's not just you get the you you, you get the relationship, but also nurturing them. Right. That's what people forget to do. Like I, you can still have the connect and things like showing up to an event. That's where you start to nurture that relationship that you have with that individual. And speaking of nurturing relationships, uh, I don't know if this is a worldwide. Thing or just the Miami thing. About to tell you, people, people, they don't, they don't. Okay, people assume before they ask, so they'll oh. think, oh, this person has a problem with me, or they don't like me because of this or because of that, or whatever the case may be. But me, I'm gonna really find out. Like, I'm gonna ask you, hey. Um, is there an issue with this, this, or that, or I'm going to be the bigger person and try to fix whatever the problem is because you don't want relationships to die because of assumptions. assumptions. Ooh, so I yes. don't know. people, And then people won't tell you what they assume. They'll just talk about you or they'll just, um, you know, have something against you or hold a grudge against you other than talking about it. And I feel a lot of strong relationships, you know, people don't agree when I tell them this, but I feel a lot of the best relationships are the ones you talk about or you repair or you get through because oh, people facts. know because people know what line not to cross, what aggravated you, what caused this to turn into that. So um, I really can't think of anybody. You really have to like really screw me over or really disgust me for me not to try to fix stuff with you or be very extra and stuff. So that's probably like only like a handful of people, maybe under like five <laughs> people. But eventually we fix it. But yeah, I really care about relationships and I really try to look at things, other people's point of view. And just because you think something or it might 
be one way to you. You got to put yourself in another person's shoe or look at it from a different angle to really understand where they're coming from. So, yeah, I don't know if that's just a Miami thing where people just assume or if it's all around, but people assume they want to find a reason to not like you. That's human nature. That's human nature. Because a lot of people don't really like conflict. So as soon as they feel that it's there, er, and yeah. then they put that own narrative on it without even, you know, because I've had, I've had, I've heard it, or I ha- I've had people, and you're like, well, why would you say that? There's no substance, there's no foundation on what why they're saying this, and it's like, okay, so you know, just move it on. I do have a question: mm-hmm. How many requests from artists do you get? Hey, how can I get on a rap snack? So many. I mean, but. <laughs> Here's what I did. Mm-hmm. I know everyone can't be on the bag. Of course. So, and everyone's on their grind. So, if I see you're doing your thing, I'll get you a Rap Snacks interview. Um, so, that's how I was able to find a balance. Okay, we can't put mm-hmm. you on the bag, but um, I'm, I, I'm helping Rap Snacks with their YouTube. So, I talked to them about doing interviews with local artists and entrepreneurs and people doing their thing and they like the idea and they've given me the tools to do it so people that i think are doing their thing or people that reach out that i may not have known about that want to get on the bag i know that's not going to happen but how can we attach you to this brand so i'll do the rap snacks interviews and i just post the clips of them tasting the chips but they're really for interviews but i'm still in the process of editing them and letting them out, but um, I get a lot of requests. But I try to fit in people how I can. If you're doing your thing, but tons of people, and I mean, I'd be wanting to tell them, well, you have to be famous for real, number one. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a real famous person to be on a bag. And speaking of that, there's a lot of new flavors coming up um, with some artists that I just can't wait to post. Oh, a new flavor coming out this person and that or that person but we have some new flavors coming and it's going to be more than just chips it's going to be other snacks too okay so rap snacks going to be going to get going to go up the whole snacks yeah name. okay slowly but surely but yeah we had a meeting the other day and when i saw the products that were coming He's out like, and the artists that are going to represent them i was like wow i want to post this right now but, but i know i can't <laughs> i gotta wait so can i tell you you're you're we're going to look back at this interview and just be like, dang, we sat down and talked with him. You said something. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that I find solutions. Solutions, right? yeah. I'm I, with you. I don't want to hear why you – like I tell my daughter all the time. She's 10. I said, I don't want to hear your excuses. I just want to hear how we're going to fix this with the solution because the problems will be there. But the other thing I learned from, you know, when I when, – I forgot. what It was uh, an entrepreneur. They said, you know, you don't always – if you can't, if the answer is no to something, you can say, I can't do that. But you know what? And that's what you did. You're not going to get on this back. But you know what? What if we did this? And that type of thinking and ingenuity and just, it speaks volumes, first of all, to the brand that you're working with. Because it shows, you know, how the reach you can do. But most of all, even for that person, it's like, you know, he could have just told me, nah. And left me there. And I feel However, bad. I don't I don't like to tell people no. And I'm like, if I know this person's really doing their thing, but I know they have a long way to go, I'll try to meet you in the middle somehow. Yeah, things have things. Because at the end of the day, just because you're there, people 
can't hold to be like, Rari ain't going to put me on the back. Okay, first of all, okay, <laughs> Rari is there. However, there, you know, the company itself has their requirements, their standards, their guidelines. However, anyone that is still willing to provide an opportunity, that's what you got to peep and respect, regardless. Right. Because there's a lot of people out here that probably have a lot more access, a lot more opportunities than you do, but won't do for nobody. That's a fact. That's a you fact. know that for a fact. That's a fact. You know, so I always like that. I, I, I love I love when I see people still just trying to find creative ways to still do something for somebody. Yeah, and I haven't put out any of the interviews yet, but um, You're building I, think, it. I think I did like 13 and I haven't put out, but I want to be real strategic with how I do things. But yeah, I'm doing the Raps Next interviews, and that's a new venture. I didn't think I'd be behind the camera asking people questions and stuff. And I think that caught people by surprise, like, oh, now he does this. But, <laughs> but. This journey never takes you right. in the path that you thought you was going to go. You're always going to do some other shit, no matter what. Yeah, and I'm just learning one thing isn't enough. You got to do, you got to do multiple things. Yeah, you got to, you, you got to put on all the hats you can, but as much as I would have liked to put other people and have them do the rap snacks interviews, it's not—it's not, it's not going to come out the way that you have your vision. Your vision, you vision it to. Till you honest. get that person that can execute your vision of your idea, right? Or and even you know, like the I can't ethic. wait on. I can't wait. Oh hey, uh, we we got to go do such and such. I can't wait on anyone's schedule to coincide with mine. If I have a camera and I have the product, just go and do it. It's like. I don't want another, like, I can't have another person involved because it's just, you know, like. It's just. It, we know. It's a <laughs> lot. But, yeah. It's a lot. It, it is. Especially if, if, you, if you really focus on it. Like, and if you're the type of person, like, uh, get up and go type of person where you don't really go on nobody clock but your own. Oh, that'd be my issue. It's, it's hard to wait on, wait on somebody else. Yeah, like, if you guys were to say, hey, we're ready tonight. And I'm not doing anything tonight. We're gonna do it tonight. Right. Like we're gonna meet up somewhere, and we're gonna do it. And well, we got a plan. A plan. You know. Yeah, no, I don't like that. I hate planning the plan. Someone told me something the other day, and they didn't mean this as in musical artists, but they were like, you know, like you can't try to make everything perfect because those type of people are not gonna make money. The type of people that are going to make money are, like, you're trying to make art at that point. If you're trying to make something perfect, you're not trying to make money. Mm. So you just have to do something and just, and and fix it as you go. Like, even, even like, I don't know, that one interview may not be great. The five interviews may not be great, but the tenth will and the fifth, like, it'll get better and better. And no matter with what it is, parties, a business, being an artist, just put stuff out and get better as you go. Because if you keep trying to make something perfect, it's you're never gonna put it out because never. it's never gonna be it's perfect. It's never perfect to yeah. you, right? It's never like I tell people that all the time. Like I got I got a couple friends like that. They real iffy about what they do, but they great. Like yo, you tripping? Like you you're thinking you, you you're too much into your mind, too much in your brain. Like just put it out. Just do it. Like make it. Like that. That's the best shit. Because it's it's really ready, <laughs> it's just you not ready. Yeah, that's that's really what that's really all it is. And he, and if and if it doesn't work out, at least you tried. At least you tried it. And it'll probably bring another opportunity. It definitely will. <laughs> but listen, man, we gotta get up out of here. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. It's definitely been fun. I'm about to still. You said a snacks. lot of lot of <laughs> lot of 
just oh my god you said a lot of substantial stuff that i just Definitely. i hope people realize it's is you it's part of the process people <laughs> you can't skip it if some if somebody's not dying if you're not in jail if it's not a natural disaster um there's no reason it's not really a problem so if if, if, if somebody's if you're not if if you're not getting a big, if, if it's not something that's real crazy, it's not really a problem. And if it's not a problem, then, I mean, to every problem, there's a solution. solution. But if it's not something like that, then there's no reason not happen. to make yeah. it happen. That's real shit. But thank you guys so much for having me. I had so much fun. And I feel like I lit a lot of stuff out. Because you did. You did. I wanted this to be like, okay, let's get to know Rari, but really understand the process because... I just, people just see where you're at now, but they don't understand there's things that happen, you know, there's work ethic, positions, opportunity, there's so much encompassed, and I feel like we covered that. And see, you're so much of a, of a back, a back, a background person. Yeah. A background player. You, I, I, I can see that, but now you're, you know, with, with you being a hustler, <laughs> you're forced, <laughs> like, you're forced to really step into that line like now. Yeah, and it's just funny how I ended up doing stuff for chips when I used to sell chips. Hey, in high school. It come back all full circle. circle. Yeah, that's what's up, man. But but this was fun. Oh, and congrats! I saw. Thank you. I thank saw you. the other day the post, and I was just so happy. The Our heart. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. We're definitely on, on Our Radio now. This is dope <laughs> thing, man. It's a grind, you know. It's all a grind. You feel me? Like, you know, if, if you're not watching, you people are like, oh, shit, this happened. But it's really, it's a long time coming. You feel me? <laughs> but it, it's, 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 we still got a lot to go, man. And we're here, for, we're here to support you and everything you got going on. You know, definitely. We, feel, we rock it with you, man. But one more time before we go. Thursday, October, October 31st, 31st, Rari Party, the biggest Halloween party in the city. Um, there's no other place to be besides that at Babylon. Costume contests, um, free gummy shots, um, all type of stuff. I don't, I don't want to get into it. You got to come to the party to find out or will. Oh, wrap snacks, of course. Lots of wrap snacks. I'm just and, ready for the outfits. Um, I already know the costumes. Are the costumes will be crazy. <laughs> are you guys going to come? Oh, yeah. Through? We're coming. Okay. We're coming. <laughs> We're definitely going to be there. What you wearing? I don't know. It has to be special. I don't like doing it's regular shit. It's going to be some shit. Disney shit, I bet. And, uh... She's going to do some Disney. Give me a come... rap snacks bag. I, I would. Put... <laughs> that might be dope, though, shit. I, I think I won't go paint a bag and get get it printed and just show up. Look like Missy Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's lit. For real. But we'll be there. We up out of here, though, man. Don't forget... Wednesday and Friday, 7 and 9 p.m. You're truly DJ Meek. Love you, model Anna. Y'all already know the DJ Meek show. We out.